Rhema for Today Radio. And he laid his right hand on my head. And he said, when he laid his right hand on my head, I have called thee and have anointed thee and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Well, now, you see, I've been praying for the sick for a good many years. I did that as a Baptist preacher first. Then after receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and coming over among full gospel people, I will continue to pray for the sick by the laying on of hands, by the anointing of oil, and those things, it's scriptural to do that, you see. But it is also scriptural to minister to the sick with a tangible anointing of God's healing power. God's healing power, Jesus was anointed with that power. And then, after he laid his hand upon my head and said those words to me, then he said to me, stand up right on my feet. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Power Gifts of the Spirit, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I said later on to a minister, because up to that time, that was 1950, I'd never flown an airplane. 1953, with another minister, we, I flew from Kansas City to Chicago. Then we boarded another plane and, and uh, flew from Chicago to Milwaukee. And as we were going along, I said to him, you know, I have the same sensation now I had that night of flying through the air, and I have the same sensation of seeing clouds as we went by them and other clouds as we went right through them. And we came up to the throne of God. And I'm not going to describe all of it because it'd take a lot of time. I want to get to the main point. Jesus began his conversation with me by saying to me, I called you before you were born. I separated you from your mother's womb. Then he said, Satan to me, Satan tried to destroy your life before you were born. And many times since then. But my angels have watched over you and have cared for you unto this present hour. And then he talked to me about the first phase of my ministry. And then he talked to me about the second phase of my ministry. And then he said to me, at this time, you enter into the third phase of your ministry. And he held his own hands out in front of him like that. And he said to me, stretch forth thine hands. He held his own hands out like that. So I held my hands out in front of me like he did. And he took the finger of his right hand and laid it first in the palm of my right hand. And then he laid that same finger in the palm of my left hand. Now the moment he did, the palms of my hands began to burn like I had a coal of fire in them. A spot larger than a half a dollar. They feel that way right now. And then Jesus said to me, kneel down before me. And I knelt down before it. And he laid his right hand on my head. And he said, when he laid his right hand on my head, I have called thee and have anointed thee and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Well, now, you see, I've been praying for the sick for a good many years. I did that as a Baptist preacher first. Then after receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and coming over among full gospel people, I will continue to pray for the sick by the laying on of hands, by the anointing of oil. And those things, it's scriptural to do that, you see. But it is also scriptural 
to minister to the sick with a tangible anointing of God's healing power. God's healing power. Jesus was anointed with that power. And then, after he laid his hand upon my head and said those words to me, then he said to me, stand upright on thy feet. And I stood on my feet, and he went on to teach me from the word of God and show me some things that I'd never seen before. You know, I think because of the fact that we are religiously brainwashed, it's difficult for us to see things that are so plain and simple right in the Bible all the time. Some folks say, now see, I know because, like I said, I began my mind. I was born and raised in Southern Baptist Church. I saw healing, however, on the bed of affliction when they didn't see it. But I didn't, even after I was healed and started preaching, I didn't see the baptism of the Holy Ghost and see tongues. And so I can have utmost sympathy for a preacher who doesn't see it. I don't get out of patience with him because I didn't see it one day. And thank God God didn't get out of patience with me. He still blessed me and helped me. Are you listening to me? And we wonder sometimes, you know, now after you do see it, we wonder, well, why didn't I see it? Isn't that right? Sure, that's right. You know, you sort of feel foolish, you know. Why didn't I see that? And then other people, maybe who had been raised up in a full gospel church and maybe saw it all in their life, you know, they couldn't understand why somebody couldn't see it. But you see, when you're reading the Bible with glasses on that are colored with religious tradition, it just sort of blocks out some things. See, I read about it. I read about tongues in there. But when I read about it, it didn't register on me because my mind already been made up that that's been done away with. See? So therefore, it didn't register on me. Well, that's the way it is with the Bible and a lot of things. Now, you know, I had been taught, and I think, uh, I, I guess others have too, but we had been taught, and I'd been taught all my life, and then it had been taught from the standpoint of, uh, of theology that Jesus only, healed, to prove his deity or to prove his divinity, to prove that he is deity manifest in the flesh or he's God manifest in the flesh, that that was the only reason that he healed to prove that. Well, now, you see, Jesus knew what was in my mind, and of course, some of these thinkings in your mind would hinder you from entering into a full ministry as you should be, you see. And so, you see, he went about to, uh, to get my thinking straightened out. He said to me, some people say that when I was on the earth in my ministry that I healed to prove my deity and to prove my divinity. But I didn't. Well, now, you know, that came as a real shock to me. He said, you see, if that had been the case then I certainly did not prove my deity and I did not prove my divinity and I didn't prove to anybody who I was or what I had in my own hometown of Nazareth. For you see, he said the word said, and you know up till then I didn't know that verse was in the Bible and I'd read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. He said, you see, Mark's gospel the sixth chapter and the fifth verse says that I, see it reads, and he could there do no mighty work. But he's talking to me in this vision. I see him as plain as I see Brother Sawyer right there. He said, you see, Mark, 
said in Mark 6, 5, that I could there do no mighty work in my hometown of Nazareth, save I laid my hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he said the few that I healed didn't have much wrong with them. Now you talk about shocking a fella. That shocked me out of some of my Baptist tradition. Brother, you just shot it full of holes. I said, well, Lord, I read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. And I didn't know that was in there. He said, well, son, there's a lot you don't know in that. You think you know it, brother. You missed it. You know that? Well, I began to see what he was talking about here, you see. He said, no, I was ministering as a prophet anointed by the Spirit of God. Can you see that? And so he said, you see, if it had been, if I had ministered like a lot of preachers and like some churches think that I did, well, he said, when I got to Nazareth, I would have challenged them. I would have just said, well, I'll tell you what you do now. You doubt that I'm the Son of God. You doubt that I'm God manifested in the flesh. You doubt my deity. You doubt who I am. I'll tell you what you do. Just gather up six totally blind people. We'll have the doctors to examine them. After all, Dr. Luke was a doctor, wasn't he? Luke, the physician. They had doctors then, physicians. We'll have, we'll have the doctors to examine them and to certify the fact that these six or five or six people are totally blind. And then you get several totally deaf people. We'll have Dr. Luke and other doctors right here present to examine them and certify they're totally deaf. And then you bring together four or five or a half a dozen of bedfast people, paralyzed people or crippled people who can't walk, carried in. We'll have the doctors to examine them and then they'll certify they're totally crippled. And then I'll heal them. But he said, you know, I wouldn't even accept it a challenge if they'd challenged me. In fact, he said they did challenge me in a sense. They said the mighty works that we've heard that you did in Capernaum, do them here also in thy country. And he said, you'll notice in reading that I never did them. I didn't do them. And he didn't. Now, he said, all I did, all I could possibly do there was that I laid my hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And the few that I laid hands on didn't have much wrong with them. Now then, of course, after that, I studied that verse, you see, because I really don't remember, oh, I, I said I don't remember. You know, sometimes when something's brought to your attention, you sort of remember you had a vague memory, you know, you know, somewhere another way back there, somewhere you sort of halfway remember, well, I believe I did read that verse one time, but it didn't register on you what it said. Of course, I know I'd read it because I'd read the New Testament through so many times and portions of it so many times. And so... I looked at that verse again here in Mark 6, 5, where it says, And he, Jesus, could there do no mighty work, save he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And as I said, Jesus said to me, The few that I did heal didn't have much wrong with them. Well, I looked up in various translations to see what different translations say. Sometimes that'll give you a little more insight into some verses. One translation said he laid his hands on a few sickly folk. A few sickly folk. Well, you know, if you're just sort of sickly, you don't have too much wrong with it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
you can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the mini-book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Learning How to Flow with the Holy Spirit of God. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD series entitled, Spiritual Gifts, The Power Gifts of the Spirit. This is the second volume of a three-volume set. Last but not least is Ken Hagan's mini-book entitled, The Key to the Supernatural. These great resources are at the special price of $19.95. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, I want to thank all of you that help us to keep this program going. We call you Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what is a Word Partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly and somebody that sends in an offer at least one time a month to help yes. support Raymond. Somebody says, well, I can't give very much. Hey, it's not the amount. If everybody does what they can when it gets here, we are able to put that's this program right. all over the world. In that's fact, right. as we travel all over yes. the world... People come up to us and tell us that they watch the the program, and you're a part of that. You may never travel anywhere out of the U.S., but somebody's going to come up to you and say, Thank you, because of you, I'm in heaven today. That's That's what's going to happen. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Brother Hagen's life-changing teaching on the power gifts of the Spirit. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Thank you.